Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, it is some aura therapy happening here. I am talking about how understanding your aura colors can have a significant positive impact on your relationship. I'm talking about long-term committed relationships here and how it can change your communication style, how it can foster a deeper connection, how it can iron out some things that maybe are festering and building and perhaps can be fixed and can be can be healed. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So, Scott. Yes. We've been together how many years? I don't even know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. 2000, I met you. Wow. So, 23 years. Okay. okay. So, anyway, so <laughs> that's easy. And something crazy I mean, we've hit a whole new level of, of uh, interdiscovery, yeah. you and I, just this past month. We have been trying something new. It's been really out of pocket it, for it's, us. It's been, it's, it's truly been rocking. It's been, Ro- we are rocking. We're rocking our own world here. <laughs> Very, this is, I so mean, many I, people I, just turned off the, I, the podcast right now. I, I mean, I'm not going to say Jumanji here. <laughs> I mean, should we even tell them? Oh my god, Are, it, should know. we? Okay, this is all right. Uh, this is really, this is really weird. This is really yeah, personal. It's, 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 right now, I'm feeling uncomfortable. It's a little uncomfortable. You've made a red uncomfortable, I know. and that's hard to do. Okay, okay. So we've we've been um, rocking our landscaping actually for some <laughs> weird reason. Okay, I can't tell you guys why this started. All of a sudden, Scott and I, who've never cared about landscaping or gardening. Or, you know, rocking is like you put rocks down around your garden beds or whatever. We've never cared. Like, we've done the bare minimum so the neighbors don't completely hate us. But I don't know what happened. Like, we are, like, hardcore. We went to Home Depot three times this week in a row. Yeah, that just doesn't happen. We bought sod. We have sodded. (laughs) We sodded. These are things we don't do. I I mean, we just... I mean, I, I'm addicted to rocks. <laughs> We're not talking about cocaine, people. Oh, my God. We're talking about rocks, like physical rocks. Is rocking a Florida thing? I don't know. Because, I don't like, know. it never snows here. Or I don't know. But, like, you put rocks down, and it they, they just look good. Yeah. It's really weird. So, out of years of us not really caring what our landscaping looks like, Scott and I, all of a sudden, like, we've come together as a couple, and we just care. And I feel like it's... At the end of the day, it's brought us to new levels. It's brought us to a new level I mean, it, of connection. Yeah, like yeah. we get something done. Like right now we're doing the front walkway. We get it done and then we stand back and hold hands and we're like, wow, we are so <laughs> amazing. Like, look at what we did. <laughs> we like our, the amount of pride we have in each other and ourselves. Yeah. Like it makes us love each other even more. It's like a whole, we've unlocked a connection. It's been pretty powerful. <laughs> it's been transcendent. <laughs> so I mean, here, I mean, here's the thing. We we started with one patch. Yeah. Okay. So there was one area that looked really bad, mm-hmm. and it was just a small area. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, let's just tackle this. Now, this is huge for us because we have very low confidence levels when it comes to our own ability to do much. We have, yeah. I I mean. <laughs> Look, I have zero abilities. I've been trying to get green in my aura for, like you said, 20 – we've known each other 20 years. I've been yeah. trying to get some green in my aura. Yeah. I'm terrified of Home Depot. Yes. So the first time that we act – and all, all these kind of places. So you know, I usually – I get into Home Depot. 
Let's let's say this is these three times that we went. Okay. Okay. And we're trying to fix this one piece, this small box. That's yeah. all we want to fix in the backyard. And the first time I go in there, I'm like in cold sweats. I get ang- I get real moody. Like yeah. all of a sudden, I, I hate it. I get angry. Like I'm like I just want to get out of there. That's your red aura because you don't understand the layout and it, and you you're, then your blue internalizes it and then you become like insecure. Yeah. About not knowing what to do at Home Depot. Right. So and that's been like our Home Depot story. Yeah. So for years. The, yeah. And the first time you know we're there, we go to the garden section. I don't know what to do. And home and there's nobody there to help you. By the way, Home Depot they don't help you. Right. And I'm there and I just see bags and bags and bags of rocks. I didn't know. I didn't even know how. I'm like, how do I carry the rocks? This is how dumb no, I am. No, I don't even know how. Yeah, how do I carry the rocks to my the car? These are the conversations we have. Right. I, that's. I'm just trying to tell you how yeah. little I know. Yes. Just no zero. And then fi- fi- finally, I'm like, I just had to ask somebody because I don't like to ask people. I like to do it myself. And um, I just asked the guy. I'm like, how do I get the rocks to my car? And he just points. And it's like a dolly. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even see those. And they were like invisible but, until he showed them yeah. to us. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, there's this. No, like three people are gonna understand what I'm talking about in the in this series Westworld, which they prematurely canceled, and I'm really upset about it. There was this thing where like the the robots couldn't see doors unless like doors to leave the the world oh, okay. unless they were pointed out to them. That was like the dollies. Like they've been there forever. There's so many things at Home Depot that are always been there, but like I could I never saw them. Yeah. I've never until this week. Yeah, no, it's it, weird. I'm like, what? That's what that's for? Or oh my god, that's how you do it? There's all these like processes. It's actually very easy to go there. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> all right. So yeah, and then you know, so I did it. I loaded up the dolly yeah. with the rocks, got all the bags of rocks, did the whole process, and whatever. But then you know, then went back a second time. Yeah. And then a third time. Now the third time, like I, I know the you're store. Like I like I run that store. Yeah, you're like, like a pro. Yeah, I just go there, get my dolly, I gotta, like, yeah. take you're my like, big hey, bags of rocks. Hey, can yeah. I have some paper from my trunk? Y- yeah, get you my paper. Because you know what that means. Yeah, now. just right. I got cash. I'm paying cash. Cash. You know? I know the, the cash, cash line aisle. from the credit card line. I know everything. I know yeah. how to get the car up there. I know where the sod is. And now I'm like all red when I go into Home Depot, and I have shifted. It's like I, I, it's just changed. You have a lot like, of confidence. I, I actually now. like it there now. Yeah, you like it. It's you really have a lot weird, of confidence. I started to really appreciate the smell of Home Depot. That's like yeah. my own thing. You did like the smell. I'm obsessed with how it smells. Claire Gustinance. Yeah, it's <laughs> Is that good it? job. Claire, Claire Gustinance. Yeah. It smells like Grandpa's Garage. You know, okay. just a general smell, and it's amazing, and I love it. And I feel like just the two, like now, like with the. It's crazy because ever since we've been gardening and stuff like this and going to Home Depot and this has become our little universe, the two of us that we've created together, my vibe feels so high. I've been off my phone way more than I was before. My world is like these little patches of yard that we've been concentrating on. I feel really bad. I ignored all these plants for so many years and I'm trying to make it up to them now by rocking <laughs> nicely around them and landscape tarping. And yeah, I know how to do that. You learned how to do that. I know. I'm so good at landscape. Tar- so anyways, so my point is, yeah, is that like relationships evolve. I mean, this is a very small way, but they evolve and they change and you don't even know you could unlock new yes. things with your partner. No, you're right. I mean, the conversations we've been having <laughs> are so mundane. The, they're so mundane. <laughs> but we love them. But yeah. And we've never talked like this to each other. Like no. we, we know how to do square feet. We didn't know, we how, to do, know like, how to get a square, square foot or something. Foot. I know that one bag of rocks equals three square feet. <laughs> and I know what three square feet is. Yeah. We know kind of what that looks like in our head. Yeah. So our daughter, our 14-year-old, yeah. is. she was like, 
you and I were having this whole conversation. Like we were like, I don't know. Should we do square feet? And you were like, I don't know. Do we need like six more bags of rocks? Do we need them? I'll go. I'll get them. <laughs> and oh, because like the thing with you is with the rocks and you didn't explain this part is after the third day of Home Depot. Yes. You're like, oh, I'm a big man. You know, I'm going to put these rocks, Megan, on the dolly. Here I go. Look, I'm so strong. I'm, I'm Look at this new muscle I have in my back. And then, like, the next day you were oh, like, yeah. I pulled my groin. I feel like I feel like I have a groin injury. That's the rocks. So, anyways, so our daughter, who's 14, she just, I see her, like, because she steps back and she watches us like we're psychotic. And yeah. she's just like, you guys are really uh, high anxiety when you're doing your landscaping together. Like, yeah, they, <laughs> apparently, we might not be as zen to watch as right. we feel. No, I mean, <laughs> no, it's all true. Because <laughs> we're like, I, I think we're the only people. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, anyway, but this is another, there's just. Two two interesting points left, then we can move on. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. To me, anyway. Probably not to anyone else. You know. <laughs> I can call overtime right now, I guess. That's how. All right. But anyway, so so I do, we do have a, a landscaper that did help me with stuff yes. that I can't do. So right. there are stuff I can't do. Like we had to put back the sprinkler system, and I just – that no, I can't do. My green – scope. I don't have any green to do that. Right. Yeah. And he did it like seconds. He's like connecting all the the piping in a river. And, he, and like while he was there, he's just like, oh, I'll put the I'll put the rocks down for you. Mm-hmm. And you should have seen my face. I'm like, no, yeah. nobody, and <laughs> nobody is putting behind those rocks but me. Yeah, <laughs> and he was gonna do it. Like you, you know, it just He's he had like a whole you. crew with him. He had like five, six guys. Right. It would have taken them like five minutes. Yeah, just pour it down. I'm like nobody is putting those. Yeah, rocks you're getting down. your pride from it. Yeah, you yeah, get, right. Yeah, I think, and and we're connecting. Like your indigo, my blue is kind of you know. I don't know. We're just like kind of like creating things together, and you feel like you're more knowledgeable now i feel like it's yeah giving I, you that yeah no i i do because i mean for the last like i mean i'm very late bloomer and <laughs> I, right. I learned things these are things i probably should have learned like 10 15 years ago right it's, it's funny <laughs> just tell one more funny thing and then we'll move on so the other thing we got the other thing with all this rocking and everything is i bought we have like a we bought like a fire pit but it's not by wood it's by propane yeah and I, i'll admit this right now i don't I've never used propane in my entire life. Yeah. I've no I don't have a grill. I've never grilled. Okay. Yeah. I am a man who has never grilled That's people. Okay. Girls, I know you girls look at, scare me. I know people look at me like like oh I don't like a red guy that has never grilled. So I had no idea how to buy a propane tank. Yeah. Just another thing. Oh yeah, and this was a big adventure for us. Yeah. <laughs> we had no idea. <laughs> there was a I have there's a guy in the gym I talked to a lot. He's also a red. He, he used to be a fireman. And he was just mocking me so much. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and he was telling all the guys, and like, they were just all mocking me, making fun of me. Like, <laughs> I've never knew how to grill, but now I know how to grill. I mean, not how to grill, I know how to get a propane tank. You know tank. how to get a propane tank. Yeah. We haven't hooked it up yet. We haven't even hooked it up yet. I've watched like eight there. YouTube videos about it, and I'm yeah. still scared of fire. But we know how to get one. You throw it in a machine at Walmart, and another one pops yeah, out. Yeah, it's so easy. Yeah, who knew? We had so many questions. It was such an adventure. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Well, I mean, I'm glad we have this new shared vision. Yeah, and, and our we've... auras really have come together. And my purple, I feel like my purple just didn't care before. And your red was just avoiding it because you didn't feel like you knew enough to do it. Yeah. But now we've tackled these things and, and we're good. And we're good. It's been And it's really brought us closer together because yeah. we love rocking together. Rocking together. We do. And uh, I mean, I'm looking for more. You know, I don't want this rocking to end. I mean, either. I mean, I've already bought like 60, 70 bags of rock. I want to keep going. <laughs> 
We can keep going. Let's end this podcast right now. Get some rocks. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing some, after. Let's some rocks. All right. Let's take a break. We have an ad from base. Because I just got my base weekender bag and I've already used it so much. My friends have been hearing me just talk about it to them. Like, oh my gosh, you have to get this bag. You have to get this bag. So my friend yesterday came over to, to hang out with me and she's like, okay, let me see the bag, Megan. Let me see the weekender bag that I keep hearing you talk about. I got to see it. So my daughter, <laughs> Abby, she's like, okay, I'll get it, mommy. And she brings it down. And yes, seriously, everybody has the same reaction. Like, oh my gosh, why didn't I know about this? sooner you know because it's like one of those things that is if you see it online yes it's amazing but once you see it in person you're like i have so many uses for this and my friend she's always going to new york we're in florida she's always going to new york to visit family for the weekend and she's like i am so sick of bringing my little rolly carry-on i can bring just the weekender bag because it's just me i'm like yes and and even if you have a suitcase with it there's like this special i mean it's such an innovative little bag like there's this little space you can attach it to your rolly luggage. My point is, is the weekender bag is something you have to experience. And once you do, you will find so many places and ways to use it that you were like, oh my gosh, this has helped me so much. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Um, Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable legs for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. You just got to go to the website and take a look at all the different options they have for you for travel. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors. And for shorter trips, the weekender bag, my favorite, is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately because how gross is that when you put you have to put your shoes like in a little bag or you got to put them on top of your clothes. Ew, you don't have to do that anymore. Every piece is made to look better with miles so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through that security line base has your personal items covered right now base is offering our listeners 15 percent off your first purchase by visiting base travel.com slash kya go to base travel.com slash kya for 15 percent off your first purchase that's base b-e-i-s travel.com slash kya let's do a little aura therapy today in regards to relationships, am I a professional? No, I'm not a professional. I just read a lot of people in relationships. Usually I read the women. Okay. Usually I read women in relationships. So that's who I usually read. And in short, here's the deal. Nothing is perfect. Absolutely nothing's perfect. If somebody you know is claiming they're Long-term relationships perfect. They are not telling you the truth because absolutely nothing's perfect in every single long-term committed partnership. It's weird. It is. It's weird. We all, and if, if you're in one, you know, you know that there's that one or two things that if you told your friends like how it was, they'd be like, what? You live like that? And I'm not talking about anything traumatic or abusive. I'm talking about like in my life, like if I use the wrong credit card at the grocery store, like I will hear about it way longer than I should. 
And that's weird. You know what I mean? I should be able to use whatever credit card I want. But like, it, we all have the little things and, and we live with them. And so I'm talking today is my point about normal, healthy relationships that just have their little bumps in the road. I am not talking about abusive relationships or things that are unhealthy or toxic. I'm definitely not talking about that. So today I'm just talking about understanding miscommunications in a normal, healthy relationship. And here's my, I guess this is my pet, one of my pet peeves, auras aren't, your aura isn't your excuse. And your aura isn't, and your partner's aura is not an excuse for their behavior. Okay. We are all responsible for our behavior. Auras do not create uh, anything. They don't create intentions. Your intention is the most important thing. Auras create more kind of like how you act out your intentions. So as long as your partner and you have great intentions, this can be fixed. A lot of relationships I see can be fixed and a lot of them kind of, you know, and I just do so many readings and sometimes it's kind of sad because I'm like, oh my gosh, like you just, if you guys just do this and you do this, sometimes it's these easy little perspective switches, which I feel like are amazing through the lens of aura readings and how many couples, I mean, couples, all sorts of couples, both of them have reached out to me. And this is, this is like when I feel real warm and fuzzy and, and grateful inside and blessed where the couples listen together or one significant other was a know your or a podcast listener and they started telling their significant other like hey you're you're green so you know that's what this means this and this means this and even if the other even if the significant other thinks it's silly which is fine that's absolutely fine it works it still works so i feel like this is a fun way and an easy way and a safe way to kind of explore those little bumps in the road, those little miscommunications, the little varying differentiating patterns that actually make you so strong and, and vital as a couple, less seen as personal attacks or anything that you or the other person could misconstrue as mean or malintentioned because it's not. But it, again, auras are not they're not excuses. Like, you know, I've heard things like, oh my gosh, well, he just invalidates everything I say only because he's green. It's because he's green. It's like, no, invalidating something somebody says isn't kind. Okay. It has nothing to do with their aura color. Or he yells at me because he's red. He just, he gets, gets real angry. You know, his temper, you know, and I tell the kids he's red. It's like, no, 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 no. We, we have control over our behavior. Okay. We don't, that's not normal. It's not because he's red. That's not the red aura's fault here. That's his fault. Or, you know, he can't help that he or she can't help that he has a victim mentality. He's a blue. It's like, no, you know, personal responsibility for how we make others feel. Not everything is a slight. Like, you can't walk around feeling like you're a trigger all day for somebody because they have a ton of insecurities. Okay? Like, that's their job to work on that. So, auras are never excuses. So, now that I got that out of the way, let's get into it. Okay. So, this is how I'm going to do it. Oh, my gosh. I'm organized today. Kind of. Okay. So I'm going to go through really quick how each aura color acts in a relationship. That's going to be really quick. Then I'm going to talk about the love languages. Gary Chapman, he wrote, Chapman, he wrote a book called um, The Love Languages and he says there's five love languages. So I'm going to go through those uh, as kind of a back way of talking about how we can sometimes, I don't know, misunderstand our partner's actions or words and we can see them in a different light via the aura and their love language together and then finally i'm going to give you just some personal things that i've seen in readings 
that are wonderful lessons from spirit that we all can apply today to our long-term committed relationships. Okay. So auras in relationships. So reds, red auras in, in, in a, you know, in one of these kinds of relationships, like they're really about action. They like to plan things because they want things to go well for you. They are kind of more about getting you things or running an errand for you or taking control over something because, you know, they want you to feel safe and protected. Okay. So that's kind of how they are. Yellows, they're about like action, routine, and planning. These are all ways they show love to you. They might map out, um, you know, your entire, oh, you want to go back to school? Here, I just found these three schools are great options. Here's three programs. Here's the financing. Okay. Like that's how they're showing love to you. They're not being pushy. They're not trying to bother you. They're not trying to rush you. They're actually just helping you. So that's how they show love that way. Also like routine, you know, 7 PM is dinner. 7 PM is always dinner that, you know, I, I keep to that time. You keep to that time. So, so that's kind of how they show love. Green auras are all about kind of the vision. They have big overall bigger scoped plans for you as a couple. Um, You know, I want to move here, then we're going to invest here, and then we're going to retire here. Like they can kind of look like that. And they're kind of big into the identity as a couple. So, you know, as a couple, this is the type of couple we are. We will or won't have kids or we will or won't travel or we will or won't do. So they're kind of overall sweeping things that they, it's like the, the story arc they can kind of create at first. This is the type of life we are living like that. And this is how things are. They use their 10 commandments of a green that I talk about sometimes, but towards the relationship. And that's their way of showing love. They've organized it for you. They've, they've systematically organized it for you. That's how they show love. Blue auras are all about communication and feeling loved. Um, blue auras because they can just feel other people's feelings as their own and sometimes just get overwhelmed with that ability. They can be extra sensitive to when somebody's kind of distant or tuned out or there's not the correct kind of talking going on that feels more meaningful. So blues are really into making sure you feel seen and heard and you feel listened to and your feelings are, you know, looked after and making sure little things are done to make sure you feel loved. And, um, and that's how they show love. Indigos in a relationship, they're really about feeling safe, communication, a lot like the blues, but they're all, another thing with them is they like to feel energetically connected. So indigos, it's, it's not just kind of like, Hey, how was your day? Great. How was your day? They're like, okay, now what, what do you feel like the meaning of life is today? <laughs> like they could kind of like, they all of a sudden they're like, how do you feel about your childhood and how it applies to your future? Like, whoa, like they like those bigger conversations in a relationship. And that's not them trying to like pry or uh, get a little deep for a Tuesday or whatever. They're just, they're just trying to connect to you because that's how they show love. Okay. Turquoises, turquoises, they need to be themselves in a relationship. They need to feel okay, feeling quirky, okay, feeling who they are, okay to grow uh, without being suffocated. They like uh, their partner to be weird with them. Okay. And, and being weird together is a great way to show, show love and to show that they're on the same page about things. (laughs) <laughs> turquoise 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 is in relationships they just feel so fun okay they make me laugh all right purples purples like in a relationship i think like a purple aura needs to know that like the fun didn't die just because they got 
in a monogamous relationship. I think that's kind of a big thing. So that's the thing. Even when I see purples who've been married for like 40 years, I mean, let me tell you, they keep it spicy. All right. Like the good marriages. I like I will read these people. They've been married for 40, 50 years. It's like, you better believe that when they're purple, it's, they make sure it stays a little spicy. Okay. And um, so that's just important for them. They need to feel wild and spontaneous together. And they don't mind if you as long as you try, you know what I mean? That, you know, purples can't handle the, no, we're not doing that. It's like, come on, you're coming with me to karaoke night tonight. Let's go. You know? So I feel like that's the purples in relationships. Like they want to keep it fun, keep it spontaneous, keep it active, keep it feeling like, wow, life's life is still a dot, dot, dot. They don't. So the planning for them can be a little stressful. They like the dot, dot, dot part of things. And pink auras really appreciate feeling cherished in a relationship. And they like to cherish you in a relationship. They like to make you feel really, really special. And they like you to do the same thing for them. Like not just special, like cherished, like you are my princess. You are my prince. You are my whatever. Like I, the way they talk, the way they look at you, the way they gaze at you, the time you spend together, the gifts you give each other. Like it's, it's kind of over the top, a cherishing. Um, and they, and they like to do that as a couple. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So, all right. So love languages. So let's talk about the love languages. Cause so many of you have asked me, Hey, can you do the, can you do the five love languages in aura color? Absolutely. I can. I feel like if you've been following the podcast long enough, it's kind of easy to assign love languages to po- to the aura colors, but we can go through them. So yes, according to author Gary Chapman, there are five love languages and our love language describes how we receive love from others. So real quick, they are Words of affirmation, that's where you just say supportive things to your partner. Acts of service, that's where you do helpful things for your partner. Receiving gifts, giving your partner gifts that tell them you were thinking about them. Um, Quality time, spending meaningful time with your partner. And physical touch, being close to and caressed by your partner. So let's talk about these love languages. And, you know, they, they vary. And it can help you kind of like the love languages plus auras can kind of help you understand, hey, that's how they just said I love you to me. That's not how I say I love you, but I can appreciate that's how they say I love you. Because I think one of the biggest miscommunications is we, uh, in, in a relationship, think everybody has to, you know, you should know me by now. You should know that I don't like the X, Y, Z. And it's like, maybe they don't, you know, maybe they don't. So let's get into it. So love language number one, words 
of affirmation. So here's the deal. I feel like blues, purples, turquoises, indigos, the empath auras, they might need this more than others. I mean, they are so good, those aura colors, those aura energies of giving the words of affirmation that they forget others don't always do the same thing. So kind of saying, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so proud of you today. The, the way that the lawn looks, you spent so much time out there. It is beautiful. And I really appreciate you doing that for our family. Thank you. You know, like they're kind of, or, or you are handsome today, or you are beautiful today. Look at that dress on you. I love that color on you, you know, just randomly. Or did I ever, t- have I told you lately how much I love you? You make me feel so special. Or you're so, I'm so proud of you. That stuff is very easy for the empath or as the blues, purples, turquoise, and indigos to say. That's easy for them to do that. It's not always easy for other aura colors to do that. Now, everybody usually, unless there's a real problem, has an empath aura in their aura combo. Usually even, you know, you could be yellow, blue, or you could be red, purple, or whatever. So, one, you know, you, you definitely have one of them. Not everyone leads with that. And that's, I mean, if you've been listening long enough, you know why. Programming, trauma, just the way you, you know, your job, kind of how you operate, where, where you're going, what, what you're dealing with in life right now, or just what you prefer. You might not operate with the sentimental side always coming out. So, you might not be the type of person that uses words of affirmation in order to give love to your partner. And the problem happens when someone is saying, oh my gosh, you know, you look so nice in that shirt. And then they don't hear anything back. And then that empath or a partner can be like, oh my God, you know, they never give me compliments. Wow. I am unseen. And that might not exactly be the case. It might just be that the the other person doesn't give the words of affirmation, doesn't understand what that is, how to do it, and it might just not come naturally to them. And in these scenarios, it can build and build and build into such resentment. And then just a little conversation can help bring it back to, oh, and then some of us might not want to have that conversation with somebody like, hey, you know, you got to tell me I look okay every once in a while, or you got to say I love you every once in a while, because we might be like, duh, who doesn't know they have to do that? Well, guess what? Some people don't. And it's not, and if you could get past the whole, I have to have a conversation with them about what I need. So it's like step one, what do I need? Step two, have a conversation with your partner about what you need. And if you can do that and get over the fact that you're like, I had to tell them to say, I love you more often. Oh, gross. Ew, I don't want to do that. I want them to know, which if you can get over that, then just jump ahead to the fact that they try. If after you have a really loving conversation with somebody saying what you need and they're, and you see them trying, your let your heart just melt and burst with love because they're trying. You know how hard it is to change? It's so hard to change. So if you see somebody changing, making pushing their ego to the side and doing what you asked them to do and doing what they heard you say, that's beautiful. So you might just have to have conversations with somebody who's not doing this. And if that's something that you need, but maybe you're into love language too. Maybe you are an acts of service person. I see yellows, blues, green auras, red auras doing this. Examples would be like, okay, you know, a yellow aura. I filled the entire pantry up with your favorite snacks there it is. Look, you come home, you open the pantry, all your favorite snacks are there. And then they just like grab it and then go sit down and eat it. And then like in your yellow or a mind, you're like, do they think like the pantry fairy just shows up? Where's my gratitude? Like I just did that for them. So if you have a partner 
that is an acts of service person. Like you can tell they fill up your gas tank. They run errands for you. You're like, huh, my pants are too long. Oh, all of a sudden they're in your closet hemmed. Okay. If you're noticing that stuff, take a step back and be like, oh my gosh, that's how they say I love you. That's so, that's so kind. And they might not be the ones that say like, I love you. They might be the ones that are like, I filled up your gas tank. That means I love you, you know? And it's just understanding it and kind of talking about it and seeing it and having a conversation with them about it again, where you can now appreciate their acts of service more. Also, if you're the type of person that's doing it, you can also understand that maybe other people don't see it always as your a love language. So you might have to tell them, you know, my love language is filling up the pantry for you. That is how I show you I care and I love you, you know, and, and it makes me feel really good when you notice it. It really makes me feel good that you notice it because I, I do put a lot of thought and care into that. And then and then later on when they're eating their chips in the pantry that you bought them, like, you know what, you, you might, and this is this is where we jump ahead and they're saying, hey, thank you. And you're like, oh, did it. Okay. They're, they're starting to notice. So again, before these things build into resentment, you know, Let's talk about it because you can take these things the wrong way if you aren't seeing it the same way as a couple or, and then you can disregard somebody else's way of saying, I love you. And then they can feel very rejected and then you can reject them or you could take it that they don't care. And they do. They've been showing you this whole time that they care. Okay. But you might be into love language three, which is receiving gifts. I mean, there's the ones that like to give and the ones that like to get. So that's the thing with like, <laughs> with this love language. Cause then I ask my, well, some, some of the auras like to give more than they like to get. And some like to get more than they like to give all the time. So it kind of depends. It depends on what, where you're at, but here's the deal. Let's do it with the ones that, that like to give. Okay. Um, let's say you you've been getting gifts from a partner. Like you don't really hear, a lot of words of affirmation. Maybe there aren't a lot of acts of service, but there's gifts kind of showing up every once in a while. That might be their way of saying, I love you. These might be things you didn't even ask for. These might, this might be something you open up and you're like, what? Why did you even get me this? Like, this isn't, you might open up a gift and you're like, this isn't even my style or personality. What does this mean? Okay. And like back to the whole, as long as the relationship is like healthy and not toxic and all those things, they, this just might be their little way of showing you that they see you and how they see you. So it's just how they give you love back to the, like the pink auras. They love to cherish you. And so their gifts might be cherishing gifts, might be jewelry that you weren't expecting. It might be, or you didn't even ask for, it might be a beautiful silk necktie and you don't even wear those. You know what I mean? You're like, I don't even wear neckties to work. Like, why did she get me that? So it's, it's just, it's more like taking a step back and being like, oh, how sweet. You know, that's really sweet of them instead of like, why'd you get me this for? I'm like, well, I didn't want that. Well, what? you don't even know me. Like that's taking it the wrong way. Now let's say you're somebody that likes to receive gifts. You might have to tell a partner that this is a way that you like to feel seen and appreciated. And I can see like blue auras, for example, taking that the wrong way. Cause they're like, wow, you just are into money. You just want me to spend money on you. This is about money insecurity alert. Okay. 
So you might have to say like, actually, no, it's like anything that's sentimental or, you know, you were just out somewhere and you saw this magnet and it made you laugh. So you brought it home for me. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's just, I need gifts that kind of show me that when you were out and about in, in life, you thought of me and you brought it home. It could be a candy bar that, you know, I, that I would like or whatever, something that you thought of and you're like, oh, I'm going to give this to her. I'm going to give this to him. And he might really, this made me think of you and I just thought you might want to try it. So uh, it doesn't have to be extravagant. It can be like little things. And you might have to communicate to that to somebody like, I like the little things. They make me feel seen. You know, you don't have to spend a lot or anything. You can bring me home something that's free. Just bring me home something that made me know that out in the world today, you were thinking of me when we weren't together. So again, it always comes back to having to kind of explain who you are and how you work to somebody. Um, I can also see like with the giving gifts thing, it, it's, this is easier for people who can't speak as well or as efficiently their feelings as other people can. So for example, green auras or red auras, they might get you flowers instead of saying, I'm sorry, you know, or I love you. It might be easier to just give you a gift. So you might have to say, when you look at the gift, you're like, oh my gosh, I really appreciate this gift. I know, I think I know what this means, but what does this gift mean to you? Like, is this a, an expression of love? Like you might have to get them to kind of just like expound a bit more on it. <laughs> and don't ask, you're not going to get a sonnet here, most likely, but you might get something. And it's just, again, um, validating it, being grateful and appreciative, and then seeing it as an expression of their love. Okay. Love language for quality time. I mean, this is undivided attention from your partner. I feel like this is really important again to, um, empath auras. And, and I, I see this with yellow auras too. I mean, the indigos, the blues, the purples, the turquoises, they like it too, but turquoises are good at kind of you know, doing their own thing. So I can see them not needing it as much, but it depends on the turquoise, but yellow auras too. So here's the deal. What is the most valuable commodity you own? It is your time. You can't make more of it. And for some auric energies, this undivided attention is what makes the relationship solid. And sometimes greens or reds, you know, they can see this need is controlling or boring or something like that. Um, and so if you're like, Hey, I need a date night. I want to watch TV with you. I want to have dinner together. I want to go on a trip. You know, I want to go on a trip once a month. We should go on a trip together, something like that, a weekend away. They might see this as like manipulative or controlling if they don't understand that you just love the connection and you need it and you need the connection. And, and it's important for them to understand this. And this is something that you need because otherwise they might be there physically, but put up the emotional wall, which honestly is the worst thing you could do to an empath aura. The indigos, blues, purples, and turquoises, when you put up an emotional wall to them, just like a block, like I'm here but I'm not here. Lights are on, but no one's home. I'm here, but I'm staring. I'm giving you monosyllabic, oh my God. monosyllabic answers. I'm not answering you that, you know, I'm being kind of like, like a robot. That's, that's even worse. Like there's nothing worse than not being alone and wishing you were, you know what I mean? So it's like, I might as well be alone if I'm going to be with you. So you have to kind of tell them like, I need connection. I need to feel your present in this moment with me. And it might take practice for some people to understand what this quality undivided attention time is about. And 
that's the thing. You might need to ask them, hey, what do you want to do together? Because quality time doesn't have to be just stare at each other for 10 minutes straight without blinking. Quality time can mean a hike or, you know, you might want to do something they want to do. And, and that might be the way to do it. Like, well, he'll spend quality time with me if I go fishing with him. All right, so go fishing with him. Big deal. That's that's how he can be more present for you and, and you can be a tour. She'll, all right, well, she'll spend quality time with me if we're um, shopping. Okay, go go to Costco with her. Okay, like if that's what keeps her happy and, and makes her feel, connect, you know, start there. Start with what they want to do so that they don't you know, just go cold turkey into this quality time because they might not spend quality time with themselves. That's the other thing. I feel like the people that want the quality time are the ones that are kind of good at being in their own brains. And the ones that don't like the quality time are the ones that aren't so great being in their own brains. So you might have to help them kind of get used to being in their own brain. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right. And yeah, and... and Here's the deal. You never want to do any of these things out of spite or to make someone feel uncomfortable. What is love? Love selfless. Love is kind. It's giving. It's not about you. It's about the bigger picture. And, and so just doing this with a, with a good intentioned heart, all these things that makes all the difference. And, and people feel that from you. Finally, last love language is physical touch. I mean, this is like touch, holding hands in public, public displays of affection, alone time in a sensual way. Okay. I mean, these can be really important. I see to all auras, of course, but I can see this with red and purples kind of being extra important. They want you to show them how much you love them in front of others. They want to show other people how much you love them in front of people. You know, those public displays of affection makes them feel fiery and passionate and in love. And they like to keep that feeling going. And they want to hold you, put their arm around you and sit close to you and cuddle. Okay. At night, you know, at night they might be a spooner and you're not a spooner (laughs) and all that kind of stuff. They might be just a real cuddle bug, you know, and you're kind of like, okay. Um, and for various reasons, the other partner might not be like that. Like maybe they're, they were raised more conservatively. We don't do that in public. Oh my gosh, that's so weird. I feel so awkward. Or, or they might just be a little uncomfortable or they aren't used to being touched so much or whatever. Um, or, or they feel like these things are more sacred and private doing it in front of people is kind of like cheapening it. They might have their own ideas about it is my point. So they might not take it the right way. So again, conversations about these things, just make it without being defensive or accusatory or anything. I mean, that just makes so much difference for people and like red and purples, they, they love feeling that fire all the time and and you might not 
need that. But having that conversation can kind of help. You know, maybe you hold hands, maybe you make a night. Okay, well, we can hold hands in public. I'm comfortable with that. Let's do that. Start there. All right. So those were the five love languages with like the aura color tie-in. But here are some things generally I see in readings uh, with couples. And these are really quick. It's just six things. And a lot of these are lessons from spirit and they can just be applied to wherever you feel the need to apply them in your own relationship. First thing, not everyone's a mind reader. Okay. I see this like yellow, um, yellow blues, yellow purples, sometimes red, sometimes green. I mean, you think people think like you and they don't. All right. So not everyone's a mind reader. I mean, I see this with all the aura colors, honestly, like if you're doing something and you notice somebody isn't taking it the way that you're giving it out or you feel like rejected or unseen or invisible or not included or something, they might just not know. And and to take it into, I am unloved, I am unseen, I this is un, I have an ungrateful partner, uh, you know, and then you go f- to the extreme. I see people go try to go find it elsewhere. It's like, hey, wait a second. Did I have a conversation with my partner yet about this in a way that's like loving and kind and open? Did I have a conversation about this? Because this is something that's important to me. Which leads me to number two. Just because they don't feel what you do doesn't mean it's not true for you. I see this a lot. I see this a lot. Probably because I read a lot of, uh, I read a lot of you guys and you're into kind of the spiritual stuff and you'll be like, but my partner thinks it's stupid. And it's like, okay, that's fine. And that's fine. But there's a difference between like stupid, like somebody thinking it's silly and somebody thinking it's stupid and you're stupid for believing in it. That's, there's a difference. Like if someone's like, oh my gosh, you and the colors, oh my gosh, you and the tarot, oh my gosh, you and the astrology, ha ha ha. Okay, that's harmless. But if someone's like, you're a weak-minded, da 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 if, they, if they're starting to go judgmental on you, like, whoa, hang on. This is a big old world, okay? And we are just, you are just, the people that think that there's only one way to think about th- something... That's a big problem in a relationship. When you're in a relationship, you think how you think, they think how they think, and it can totally be different, but we have to respect each other. I think how you think, I know, I mean, I think I, I think how I think, but I respect the way you think too, is how you're supposed to do it. Sometimes I'll say it, like I've said this before in readings, like if you had a headache, right, and you told your partner, oh my God, I have the worst headache, uh, you know, can you get me, can you get me an aspirin? They'd go get it for you. Oh, of course. Here, here's your aspirin. Do they have a headache? No. Are they feeling your headache? No. But do they believe you have a headache? Yes. And did they make it, make an action to help you get, help you? Yes. Okay. Same thing with anything. Just because they might not believe it or support, you know, think it's true or think that way doesn't mean that they, they can't like support you. So we support each other even if we don't think the same way, just because we respect the other person. All right. Number three, you need to speak your own needs. All right. This is called a lesson in vulnerability. It is not, like I just said earlier, always fun to spell out how you need to be loved. (laughs) It doesn't always feel sexy. It doesn't always feel romantic. It doesn't always feel like the fairy tale. Okay. But that's what you got to do. You have to do it. It's a great lesson to the universe in saying, identifying your need 
and speaking it in a kind, compassionate, indirect way. And you have to do this with your partner. You just do um, in that order. And because they love you and it's a healthy relationship, they will respect you. And and they'll they'll do the same for you. The And the other thing that kind of piggybacks on this is, you know, it's a lesson in vulnerability for you, but it's also it's also helpful for your partner to hear it because it helps them see, oh my gosh, it helped, you know, you just saw me and now I know how to be a better person. Now I know how to love you better. Now I know how to, and now I know how to speak back to you when I need something that I didn't even know I needed from you. And now I can express it back. So having these conversations were like, Hey, I need this from you. And they say the same thing. Yeah, okay. And I need this from you. Oh, okay. That is a beautiful conversation to have. All right, number four, the vibe must be discussed. We can't just live a 3D existence like roommates passing in the night. And we've got to discuss the vibe. Hey, how's our relationship going? How are you? How are you feeling lately? What do you want to see more of in our life? What do you want to see less of? Like, what do you think our vibe is to other people? How do you think we come across to each other? How do you think we come across? Talk about your vibe. What's our vibe? You know, talk about, talk about yourselves as a couple. And hey, what do you think our house vibe is? You know, is it calm? Is it erratic? What do we think? So the vibe must be discussed. It's a fun thing to talk about and something that you share together and you create together. You co-create your vibe as a couple. Also, this this is my next one. A shared plan for the future must be updated and reviewed periodically. Where are you two going in life? Where are you going? What's what's the next step? What's the five-year plan? Okay. We want to be homeowners, you know, or we want to travel or we want to purchase real estate or we want to backpack across Europe or we want what's the plan? You know, and, and let's get on the same page about it. There's nothing more awesome than a shared. You're not going anywhere until you put that pin on a map. So you got to put that pin on a map together so that you have somewhere you're going. You have to have focused energy as a couple so that you have focused energy together. So even if you're not even there yet, just having those conversations about what you want together and that shared vision, so, so helpful and healing for a relationship. And finally, last thing. What is a relationship for? I see this in spirit all the time. It's for evolution. It's for support. It's for spiritual awakening. It's for love. A relationship in all its ups and downs and blips and everything. It's a beautiful lesson. It's a lesson in love and selflessness. It's a lesson in support. It's a lesson in being your best self with somebody else helping you do that. And and you helping them be their best self for no other reason that you love them and they love you and you want them to be as happy and at the highest potential they can be. And they want the same for you. So if at any point as you're evolving, if somebody's taking it personally, a conversation needs to happen because maybe they think you're going to leave them or you're going to outgrow them or they can't keep up or their insecurities are in the way or they feel like outplayed or something. A conversation needs to happen and a reminder that we're in this together and I want the best for you and you want the best for me and and let's do it together. So yeah, auras and relationships are a great backdrop in which to have these really poignant conversations. Know Your Aura podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you know, how much time do I spend on myself in a given week? Sometimes I think about this. How much time do I spend on other people? How do I balance the two? Thinking about it actually helps me do this more effectively because so many times in my life, I would just put everyone and everything um, before myself. And then at the end of the day, just zero energy left for anything formative or helpful or therapeutic to, to do for myself. No self-care time for me. It's so easy to get caught up in and what everyone else needs from you and then just decide you would take the back seat to all of that. But when we spend all our time giving, it can leave us feeling just stretched thin and burned out and not in that happy or content or whole space that we need to be in. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Just taking the time once a week or every other week to talk to a therapist for me is kind of just a message to myself and a message to the universe. Here, I'm putting this concentrated time towards me. You know, this is something I'm doing for myself. And it's it's like a big hug I can give myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you might want to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient and flexible. It's suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com slash kya today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p dot com slash kya hey scotty hey guys before we start the next segment mm-hmm. did you know that if you take like a half a cup of chlorine yeah mix it with water yeah like basically equal parts it cleans anything outside yeah. this clean- is this is innovative yeah i've been doing this throughout the backyard it look it's like incredible did you know that <laughs> you can measure things with a measuring tape and I, it I, works and then like instead of just planting plants nilly willy yes willy nilly <laughs> you can just you actually have to measure them out so they look okay yeah i we, just learned this yeah no i know we <laughs> just we we actually now will measure the space well divide it yes we divide and then buy plants according to that yeah so like if it's like 16 feet we might space them four feet and get four plants. Yeah. The, the problem sometimes is if you get that extra half foot, mm. not really always so sure what, what you do, do with what it. Do do? What do you do with that? It's a great conversation that we can have in the driveway together. Yes. Where, where our daughter is like, wow. Yeah. Did they you, lose their minds? Yeah. You guys <laughs> become so mundane. We're so, but we don't feel mundane. No, but I know it is. To I know it's, it's new not. to us. Interesting. Everyone else has had these conversations like in the first couple of years yeah. of their relationship. This is new for us. Right. I want to go rock part. the garden. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, my, the, the, my favorite thing about the podcast is when couples, you know, people or friendships or whatever, it doesn't matter, you know, could understand each other better mm-hmm. because they listen to this. Yeah. And we, I mean, I, we, you get them a lot. I get them a lot. Mm-hmm. All these things that you, you know, you've helped us in our relationship are, we're better for it. You know, a lot of times I get them when the guy starts listening and they've been having problems and it really helps them get through things. And to me, that's the. The greatest gift of the of the podcast, you know, beats the Mothman and beats, you know, talking about the, the ghosts and all that stuff. That's what I love the most. Um, and so this episode really hits on that. Okay. Okay. So we asked the Mystic McCalla spiritual family on the uh, on the Facebook group. What are what are your main communication issues with your long term partner? How do you feel it relates to your aura? Has understanding your aura and theirs helped you? 
And then we said, this will be on the podcast. Add pics of you as a couple if you want to. And right. we had a lot of entries. So many entries. I think there's over 275, something like that, entries at, at the time of this taping. And, and whenever we do these things, I always say, like, go. These are the amount of vulnerability, the amount of information, the amount of just, like, wear, putting your heart on your sleeve on this page that you all do. I can't tell you how grateful I am for it. And I recommend every single one of you go read everything on this thread like Scott and I did because the stuff in there, you might find yourself. You might find your own relationship. And, you know, comment on other people's yeah, stuff. Go for it. Definitely, definitely. Everyone in the – like we're very helpful people. And I noticed everyone's really, really helpful people. So you might find your own situation in that thread. So it's a great resource. All right. All right. You want to go pick okay. one first? Okay. First. So Brittany B. wrote – Brittany B., Understanding my aura and what I think my boyfriend's aura is has really helped me navigate communication with him. I am yellow, purple. Yes, you are. And I'm guessing he is red, blue. Yes, he is. And we used to butt heads a lot with my yellow instructions and my to-do lists and trying to schedule things. His red would totally shut down. I've learned that this isn't the way he works and he needs more time to think <laughs> or freedom with quotes around it, not to plan. Right. A good example is that now, instead of me saying something like, we need to mulch and we need to go buy it now, <laughs> I ask him what he thinks about mulching. Like, hey, what do you think about mulching? It's a small change, but it's improved our communication so much. I know he has made many changes for my yellow too. It's taken a while, but I feel like we approach conversations differently than when we started dating four years ago and our relationship has been able to grow. Aww. Oh, well, I love yeah. that the little picture it, of them. They're so cute. Aww. It looks like they bought a house. You know, it's a little picture of them. And what, what was the name? What was her name? Brittany B. Okay, so Brittany B. Yes, she. I think she got this one right. <laughs> yeah, you know, she got it. Me being a red, I could answer this one. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, if <laughs> say Mystic Michaela here yeah. wants me to mulch, yeah. If she just says go buy five bags of mulch or whatever it was, I, I'm shutting down. Yeah, like you're that, like, don't I'm tell like, me what to do. Yeah, I'm like, mm, no. Right. But the best way to go about that would be like saying, hey. Do you think we need any mulch or should we mulch? Yeah. Man, I don't know. Do you really do we really need the mulch? Right. And then I'll probably come back, you know, an hour or two later, but you know what? I think we need to mulch. You're even easier now because like yeah. I'll just take you outside and I'll oh, be yeah. like, Hey, look at this. I'm like, doesn't that I don't know, do you see? Doesn't that look bad? Or something. Like if I point out something that you didn't see before, I'm like, look how it's crooked or something. All of a sudden you're like, Yes, we need to mulch. Like and I yeah, like, yeah. Like I got like I like his idea it's really my idea, but if I just like put it in a way that's like it's your idea, it's right. like just makes the communication flow is it, better. Is this whole aura thing about manipulating people <laughs> <laughs> based on their colors. I mean But it works. <laughs> and I always get poor yellow auras because they don't understand like telling a yellow aura like hey we need to mulch now the yellow is like yeah we do need to mulch now let's go you right. know like that and just not everybody responds that way right telling that yeah. to a red if you have a yellow aura heads. partner and you're like hey we got to mulch right now they're like yeah already done i right. already ordered it and it's on the way and you're like wow how'd you do that exactly <laughs> yeah that, all right that was a great one okay. all right so i have taylor c and let's see my boyfriend and i we've known each other for 11 years neither of our auras have been confirmed all right, we're going to do that. And she said, hope we are this episode. And Taylor, yes, you are going to get your auras confirmed this episode. But I'm almost positive I'm purple-yellow. And he's taken the aura quiz and gotten blue and yellow, question mark, question mark. We communicate really well with each other. In times where we have communication issues, it's usually because I have the tendency to be a little avoidant and want to drop issues slash move on. And he's the type that really needs to discuss things in depth and make sure everything is okay between us and the situation. 
I feel like this relates a lot to blue auras or maybe even indigo. Very much wanting to keep the peace, make sure his significant other is okay and not upsetting, upset with him, putting others' needs before his own sometimes, etc. And with me being a purple aura, I feel like that may relate to my impulsive qualities and wanting to drop things quickly. She's not sure. And I think we do also have childhood photos of the two of them together. There's so a cute. picture when they were 12. Stop so it. Please, How cute are they? If you're listening to the podcast, stop for a second. <laughs> put it on pause. They've go known check each out these other pictures. that long. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, Taylor C. What are Mrs. McHale? What are their colors? Okay, Taylor C. All right, so he is, I mean, a really interesting combo. And I'm glad you gave me the kid pick of him because, yeah, he's he's a tough one to, to pick out. And it's because he's so, he's indigo. And it's when you're in, I'm, I've talked about this so much and how gender affects auras in our society and stuff like that. When you're an indigo guy, it's really hard because he absorbs everything and he feels everything. But then there's this need to make sure that you're not, I guess, looking too affected by it. So as to still present yourself as, you know, male enough for the society, which is, it's hard. It's a hard thing to juggle. And you are totally uh, yellow, purple. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, he's indigo and he's got red in there too. But the indigo is, an indigo red is such an interesting combo because when you're indigo red, it's like the red takes a backseat to his indigo. And I feel like his big thing is he takes a lot of pride in making sure, um, yeah, the piece is kept. You know, and, and you probably notice with your yellow purple, you're like, hey, you have an opinion. Where is it? Like you're trying to draw out his red, which is really healing, actually, because he needs his red more out. It's just, society, you know, just the indigo took over. He's probably used to hiding himself a bit, making sure he's more of a pleaser energy, like you said, avoidant, that kind of thing. He's taking all his self-worth from making sure other people are happy. Um, the way that he shows love is making sure you get your yellow purple needs met. So he's rather here, you, you know, he's probably better at giving than than receiving. And you being the beautiful, loving partner you are, you're like, hey, no, no, come on, talk. Come on, show me you, show me you. And that's why you knew to put the picture of him as a kid. Because yeah. you're like, I know you're there. So how do I get him to show me him? And I think that you're doing it. You guys are young. Um, I mean... I know you've known each other for 11 years, but you, you guys are still babies. And I feel like <laughs> just looking at you too, like it, it's like that cuddly, warm, loving relationship feeling that, you know, soulmate. It feels like a really soulmate vibe. It's really uh, nice. Yeah, they, they look sweet. And, and I'll, I'll tell you what. Yeah. If Taylor wants me to take the boyfriend to Home Depot <laughs> on one of my rocking trips, I'll take him. I'll, I'll show him honest, around. He looks like he might understand Home Depot. Real yeah, well. He might. He might be better at it than <laughs> I am. He might be kind of good like that. And I wonder if he had... Uh, Oh my god! Just looking at him as a kid, like he might have like a green dad or something like that. Like yeah. he might, but he, but he's indigo, so he actually might know it and then let me take over. He might let you pretend, pretend you know it yeah. better. Like, pretend but I know what I'm doing. He does know it better, All right. probably. Well, Taylor, see, I don't know. Maybe she's coming to the event. We can do a uh, in November, and I'll take him to a Home Depot. Oh trip. wow! Yeah, it'll be fun. Wow, what yeah. a treat! Yes. Okay, what do you got for us? <laughs> well, that was mine. So oh you, no, it's my turn. You got the day. Okay. Yep. Okay, I have Lauren B. Me and my husband have been together for 13 years. I suspect he is my twin flame. I am green coys blue, and I think he is purple red, maybe with blue. Our main communication issue is spending habits. He's very tight with money, and I am definitely not. I hate going on vacations with him because he stresses me out over it's so bad. I actually don't, I actually didn't even plan a vacation this year. We went to Disney World last year, and I have so many regrets. So for me, I love his very fun energy. He is silly and funny, but when he's stressed, it's so emotionally painful for me to be around him. So the only time he's not really fun to be around 
around is when he's stressing over money. I tell him it bothers me when he brings up money on vacation or in front of our kids and he ignores that. It has always been a communication with issue with us, but a lot more within the past six to seven years. In his defense, though, I really do test that man's patience on the daily with my <laughs> spending habits, especially when it comes to animals, plants, uh, and books. Those are my weaknesses. He does best with what he's been gifted. <laughs> And there's a picture of them. And, okay, you know, I think you understand the money thing. I do. Okay. And when I look at him, he is, when I look at him, he's actually red and blue. He wears an inauthentic green. Okay. So I get with him. There's major, when you're spent, okay, how do I put this? And this is what I would say in a reading to you, you know? So I'm just going to tell you exactly what I'd say in a reading. And this is from love. Okay, Lauren. All right. When you, you're, Okay. How do I put this? You, when you spend money like that in ways that he didn't approve, this is what happens. Two things. One, he feels out of control. And two, it's kind of like you letting him know he's not doing enough for the family. Okay. That's how he interprets it. I'm not saying that's true. Okay. That's obviously not your intention. I'm getting that. And he might be very subconscious about what he's getting, but I get with him a major insecurity and the way that he's feeling you putting salt on that wound is spending money that he doesn't feel he's able to make up for or account for or have control over. It makes him feel out of control, makes him feel like he's spiraling. And so he's trying to tell you like, Hey, you know, and even in front of the kids, like we don't want to do that. We're not doing that. Like that's his way of trying to grasp. And it's not the best way to do that. Obviously it's not, but that is his, like, he probably feels out of control and he probably feels really, you know, what's the word like manic about it. And so he's bringing it up because it's, it's a stress. It's a worry on him when a red aura feels out of control. That's a, it's a trigger when a blue aura feels like I, Oh my gosh. If you're he's interpreting it as I can't make up for this me. Therefore I'm not good enough. That's a trigger. Now, when I look at you and this is what he is an understanding about you is that you are just like fun. You're like, Hey, you know, you don't care about things. You know, you care more about a fun time. I, I bet a lot of your purchases have to do with being in the moment and being joyful and rising up the quality of life or because you saw something and how fun would that be for the whole family to do this together, you know, or experiences or whatever. So I feel like you see money as a way to get closer and as a way to bring energy to the family that's new and different. So you see it as like, hey, why aren't you agreeing with my vibe choices about things? And I feel like he's he's seeing spending money as a way where he feels persecuted and you're seeing it as a way where you are trying to do something with the family and both of you aren't on the same page about what's really happening. Like you're both, and then you're both taking each other personally. Like he thinks you're doing this to him. You think you're doing that. He's doing that to you. And really you, and this is one of those situations where you both have amazing intentions and you love each other. I see you in this picture, like your friends, you laugh together, you know, you're, you, you feel very united and, and it's love and it's, it's a real thing. So, um, so that's that's what what colors are Lauren. She is a green coisy blue. Oh, like so she's got like oh, those okay. fairy vibes. Yeah. You know, she's like, "What?" They're kind of like 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 pinks in a way, but not quite, you know, yeah. because so she can understand it too, but she's also I think probably gets she gets in the moment. Yeah. And she's not materialistic. No, that's interesting. And I I relate to the red a lot. Yeah. So that that is it is like a good, kind of a control thing and then you do feel out of control. Yeah. If you don't it's funny cuz like in our rocking that we've been doing, yes. there's one day I'm like, "All right, cuz you know, we've been going back, getting rocks and more yeah. rocks. And then one day I'm like, 
one night I'm just like, all right, tomorrow there'll be no rocks bought. We are not going. It was like a huge we're, proclamation. I made a huge proclamation. Like, we're not spending any more money on rocks. And, and like you, and you know me, so you're just like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Now maybe like some other one would be like, no, we have to finish the project. Blah 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 blah. And it would be different, right? But you know me, so you're just like, okay, like, okay Scott. Okay, Scott. And then in the, <laughs> we're in the car driving home from the gym next day. And I'm like, let's go get some rocks. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, it's, if the red can control it more, yeah. and maybe even if she could, like, make it so that he's more in control, like, yeah. maybe he comes up with the fun idea, and then... Yeah, be I, like, hey, yeah. hey, you know, why don't tell, you come up with the hey, vacation husband, idea? like, why don't you, you know, I just saw this, you know, maybe bring it up, like, I saw this trip, you know... What do you think about Disney? What do you think about Disney? You know, what, what if we did after hours? What if we like, you know, put it together, put it like, give them options. Yeah. Be like, hey, you know, I really want, Disney's really important for me this year. You know, that would be really cool and fun. What are some options that would make you feel comfortable? Yeah. Like there's this or this, and then there's this or this, yeah. and then there's this or this, and then let him be part of it. So he feels like he has control right. and he can plan for it. And then when you're there, you're like, this was your idea. Right. Right. So when, if he gets like a little grouchy or if he's like, yeah. I don't want to spend, I'm not getting four pretzels. I'm getting two pretzels. That's like what I live with. Um, you could be like, Hey, you know, this was your idea. So yeah. we did do the budget yeah. for pretzels, you know, yeah. like, yeah. because that's the idea. Right. And then, but then you also throw him a bone and you pack the Uncrustables. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like little things yeah. that are hitting people the right way. It's, it can feel a little bit like, am I doing all the work? And they're not, it can feel that way, but it's only because like you're asking and he's not, but like, I feel like once you get to, but marriage isn't always 50, 50. Right. Sometimes one of you is doing all the work for a while until the other one gets on board and then they can speak the same language as you. But, but no, I like that. All right. Well, I definitely relate to that one. Yeah. That's why I picked it. Again, a a red and money, just make it their idea when it's their (laughs) idea. Like for me, I know if it's my idea, I'm willing to spend the money. If it's not my idea, I shut down. Yeah. So I know. All right. So here we go. Lindsay M (laughs) says, hello, I am blue indigo. Oh boy. (laughs) Okay. So two like really empathic colors. Yeah, I think and she, I sp- got, she got a little sparkle on there. And a little too. sparkle. Okay, yeah, a little, little sparkle. yellow sparkle. And I suspect my boyfriend is also blue and indigo. Yeah. That's a lot of feelings. All right, here we go. Because of this, we're both pretty laid back and usually sense what the other is feeling. However, making decisions between the two of us can be really hard. We've been together for two to three years now, and our number one frustration is deciding where slash what to eat most of the time. I get that. We have that too. I get that. Yeah, we, we, I get that. Making plans with him ahead of time is so is also a challenge in that he's so go with the flow. And while I am too, I do thrive on a soft, flexible plan. Attaching a picture of us as well because why not? Yeah. All right. So I like are these, this one because it's two like very empathy colors together. Is there no logic? <laughs> color here between the four it's not the lot it's colors? not that empath colors don't have logic they no have i mean logic. But like a red I know, or there's yellow. no like somebody that you know what it is sometimes when you're when you're in a partnership and one person is kind of like green or yellow or uh, red um that color can kind of come to the forefront and then be like i want to do this and the other person can be like oh i want to do it because you want to do it right. like honestly a lot of us who are leading with our empath colors or are just empath colors like we don't always want something so much like it's a, more of an every once in a while thing that we really want something that badly like honestly like i get the dinner thing because it's like i don't care what i eat tacos pizza you know chinese food like what i don't care you know what i mean like whatever like i really don't care but like sometimes you really do care yeah you know so just things like that anyways so when i look at you guys yes 
You both have the blue indigo thing going on. Yeah, Lindsay, you look a little bit more like you look like you took on the leadership role in the partnership. And I feel like with him, he's just so easy. He does feel so easy going. And when you're like, sometimes you can interpret that as like a disassociation or, or don't you care, or you kind of want somebody just to like to say what you want, you know, like every once in a while. So with him, this is what I, and I've said this to other partners who are very similar, like with aura stuff, it's like set up times, you know, for him when, when you notice that he does want something highlight it. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. And, and he's probably really good at hiding what he wants or whatever. So when you notice that he does like something or that he does want something or he has been looking something up and you can tell, like really take, take that time and be like, let's highlight, let's practice getting him to start signaling and focusing and articulating what he wants because he might not know what he wants. And I think a lot of us actually do relate to that to him because he might not know what he wants. So as a partner, you can be like, Hey, we're going to practice you saying what you want. You know, we're going to practice that. And it might be really uncomfortable for him, but he'll get better at it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And whatever they do, do not watch the notebook together. Oh, because right. they'd be both They're gonna be crying pouring it. Correct. They're going to be crying a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a, you have another one or? Yeah, I do. I have Joy N. Sean and I have really struggled over the years with his logic-based thinking versus my emotional-based logic. He could always agree that I had emotions, but he didn't understand how they related to the discussion. I didn't understand why he was so cold and removed. It would hurt me. Over time, we have really worked on communication, and I understand that he thinks first and has to decide how he feels about that. I feel first and then decide what I think about it. Oh, that's a really good way to put it. For a long time, neither of us were very good at the second step, him needing to apply emotion and me needing to apply more thinking. We have really put in some work to strengthen communication. The KYA podcast is one of the tools I have used that has helped me understand him many things. I am almost certain he has a green blue aura. I feel like I'm indigo. We've been together 20 years. I love this picture. That's yeah. why it's so cute. Yes, picture. he's so green. He's so green. <laughs> he's so green. He's super green and blue. Um, and then you, Joy, yeah, you're indigo. You, you're, you're very indigo. I mean, you're, you got, you're like yellow too. Um, but the yellow feels more kind of like a survival mechanism color. I feel like you've brought that in. That's like a whole other reading, but I feel like you're actually indigo uh, purple. Anyway, so when I look at you guys together, this makes a lot of sense. I feel like, and I feel like this is, I'm, this is why I read this one because I feel like a lot of people understand that when you're with somebody, sometimes they're green or sometimes they're just so logical that they think everyone thinks the way they think. You know, so it's kind of like, all right, well, this is the, and and they don't understand that the way that they can come to these conclusions so quickly isn't as easy for like the, like their indigo partner, their blue partner, their purple partner or whatever, turquoise partner. It's not, you know, sometimes I feel like with Joy, like she needs days to process things, days to think about things, days to understand what the best step or move for her is. He needs milliseconds to understand that. And then her process of catching up takes a minute and that doesn't mean that she's arguing with him and that doesn't mean that she disagrees and that that just means that she's trying to find her own approach to whatever's going on they're processing but here's the thing we can think differently and that's great and we should think differently because that's what helps us grow as couples like you think differently I think differently we have to respect that we each think differently though and acknowledge that yes I think differently than you it doesn't mean it's 
more accurate or better or the correct way. So I think if you can get that in your partner's head, which I feel like Joy has, and be like, hey, yeah, that's how you think. And that's awesome. And that's your tools for filtering this world. That's great. That doesn't, it's not the only way to do it though, you know, because here's my way. And this is a way to do it too. It's, I'm not incorrect. I don't have to fix myself that way. It's just different. And hey, what, what, how cool would it be if you could learn my process or you could understand my process because I sure do know yours. So it sounds like that's what they've been doing together. And that's really good. It's just, it's also like sometimes in these relationships, usually because I'm talking to the more empathy one in my readings, obviously, um, because like Mr. Green Blue there, he's not coming to me for a reading, you know, right, but right. like Joy yeah. would, yeah. you know, so usually I'm talking to the joys of the world and it's just like, listen, you're not incorrect. You just have your own way of doing it. So start loving it, acknowledging it, validating it, start talking it up, start being like, wow, I think about it this way. That's so cool. It's so different than him, but, but here's the bonus I know I sure know the downsides of why I think like this and how it's affected us as a couple, but here's all the upsides of it. And really start thinking about the positive things that makes you you and how it contributes to the couple. Yeah. So it's you know like, what? Yeah. yeah. No, that's fantastic. And you know what I love like most of the people that didn't know their colors, they knew their colors. Yeah, yeah. So I mean people are really Yeah, you they, guys they're, get they're it. Getting it. They're getting yes. their they're getting their significant others correct. Yeah. They know their colors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is truly I mean this is honestly, this is my favorite thing about the podcast Aww. that when we can get these yeah. couples, you know, to understand each other better, you know, it's hard to get a red to listen to this. I know that, <laughs> you know, but the greens will do it. The greens will do it. Green the purple, do it. The purple blues will definitely do it. The indigo guys will do it. Let them do reviews if they can. Um, <laughs> but that, that's what I love the best. Yeah. It's really good. Well, I don't know. Should we, should we end with an overtime? I think we need an overtime. Let's just do an overtime. Okay. So rules of overtime, you can go now, okay? We actually always strongly recommend that you do. Right. We don't know what's going to be said. We don't know if it could insult somebody. Right. We don't know if it could just disturb you. Right. Anything we say (laughs) is not on us. It's on you. It's on you now. Because you stayed. You stayed. Yeah, it's on you. It's on you. you. Okay. All right, commence. All right. So, you know, we didn't, I think this, (laughs) for overtime, since we've been talking about couples. Yes. So my parents, 50 years, they've been married. Yes. Okay, my dad, we've talked about him before a few times. He's a yellow blue, Bert. real Bert, free Bert. There was the free Bert movement. If you listen to the podcast <laughs> long a long time ago, ago there's the free Bert movement. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't allowed out for two years of the house. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> during the COVID years, he just, for two years, he, he didn't leave the house. Out. He was not allowed to even go to like a bank. Yeah. He couldn't even get gas by himself. It was, okay. It's really, All right, so. really hard for him. Yeah. And then my mom is a uh, red purple, mm-hmm. real red right now. Yeah. And they've been, you know, so there's a red and yellow going at it. Yeah. And, and look, it works. Yes. It, it, 50 years. 50 years. So <laughs> they put, so we're over their house. It's a couple of days before their anniversary. We're having a dinner and my dad has been doing all this prep work for the anniversary. Yeah. And, you know, dinner's fine, whatever. It's just a normal dinner. And then, you know, it starts to get to dessert. Well, because he... Okay, so birds, yellow. Right. And blue. And so he decided to make a creation for his wife, Helene, for their anniversary. He's he's going to make a floral creation. And he went... He goes all the way yellow on it. So oh, yeah. And he has to hide it from her. So he's been at our house right. for days. Now, she doesn't know that he's at our house no. doing this. She doesn't know anything. And, right. and she's a red. And red always hate surprises. So she doesn't understand where he's going every day. Right. So, so this is the end of the dinner. It's like me, you, them, and our kids. It's Bree and then Abby. Right. And um, 
And it's just, it all fell apart. Right. It so just all fell apart. All of a sudden, she's like, well, where, you know, he's been going out every day. Where has he been going? <laughs> yeah. I don't know where he's been going. And we all know that he's been going to our house. Yeah, with we all can't these say it. Things that he's gotten from Michael's, like all these roses he's, and all these Yeah, he's creating nonsense. a whole centerpiece. And I'm like, oh my God, dad. All right. And he's <laughs> sending su- things to the house. It's very sweet. Very sweet. And all of a sudden, she just starts screaming. He's, I think he's out having orgies. He's out having orgies. <laughs> all right. So what you got to understand about Scott's parents is they all talk like him. Yeah. So oh, all right, <laughs> they true. all talk like scott so yeah so she's so just bottles up and she's like i don't know where he's going i don't know where he's going every day he's probably out having orgies and then breeze face and your face about we're like oh like because i don't know we're visualizers okay like we don't want to visualize him going out having orgies right she's like he's probably out having orgies and um and then you make some joke that like his anniversary gift to himself is this time away right or something (laughs) that's right which she doesn't like yeah so i'm like yeah that was the gift. But, just going out. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, free Bert. But so there's that. And then so they they got this like pre-anniversary cake for themselves. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, just to, I can't even okay, describe so it. They, they're like really excited about their anniversary. So they're like doing all these like little things together in preparation for it. And it was getting a little like, you know, like when something happens and you're like, is there more to this story so they bring out these this cake and they're like oh look she's like look look your father and i look what we did to our cake and they got this like mousse cake but what was left was it looked like people just if you ate it with your tongue and nothing else yeah like and she's like look what we did to it and they kept it and And it was it's like what something really weird happened with that cake like it was really like smushy and there um and even brie who doesn't always know she's like what how what is going on yeah it was real weird it was real mushed up and they were just like we ate all the mousse (laughs) we ate it together it was decadent It was a luscious time. And then your dad's like, oh, it was so good. It was so good. We we didn't even use a spoon. And and we're all like, eh. And, and, they, and they went, they took this cake and they showed it to all of us, like in, like really up close. Yeah, they're like, look at what look we did to it. it. Look at it. And it looked like the cake had, cake had been like accosted. Yeah. Like it looked like the cake had gone through something. And we were like, ew. Yeah. And like, I can't put words to it, but it, it made me feel really something uncomfortable. Happened. Something happened. Then we they're like, we don't have this cake anymore. Because obviously nobody wants to eat whatever's left of that. No. But she's like, but we have the Lindos. <laughs> so that's like a big deal at their house. Like. Because they have, I don't know, they're, like, if they bring out the Lindors, that's like, chocolate, oh, chocolate. The chocolate, there's chocolate. like these little chocolate balls, okay? Yeah. And they're like, oh, and they brought out the, they're like, here's a Lindor. Like, you, oh, you just won the freaking lottery, okay? You're getting a Lindor, all right? So they're like, here's the Lindors. You want to try a Lindor? Try it. And I'm like, all right, I'll try a Lindor. So I'm taking it and you unwrap it. And and your mom's like on, on my left side and she's like, suck it. <laughs> You gotta suck it. And then your dad's on my right side and he's like, You gotta suck it. You gotta suck it. And I'm like, Oh my God. And and Bree's face and your face. Because they, because Bree and Abby took a Lindor. Yeah, and, then, and they were saying and then the they, same they thing. They just kept going back and forth on the, the head and foot of the yeah, table, yeah. like, Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. You gotta suck it. You gotta suck it. I did not have one because I did not want to be hurt. I did not want to hear that. Like, go suck it. And you turned into like 17 year old Scotty. You're like, mom, stop it. Dad, stop it. 
And um, it was just like a lot of like hysterics it, yeah. with chocolate and just like orgies. And it was just Yeah, like, it was. Ugh. And I'm like, all right, we got to go. And, and to, I, I go. forgoed my Lindors because I did not want to hear someone say to me, suck it. Suck so it. anyway, so now, this is what happens. Now in our family, like ever since then, <laughs> me, you, and Brie. We just always. Like, I don't know. We'll get an ice cream or something yeah, and one yeah, of us yeah. will be like, suck it. <laughs> On top of all of this, yes. their license plate somehow spells out orgy. Yeah. So that's what we called. That's just, so it's just the whole thing. Yeah, it's really weird. Got a lot of connotations. Yeah. And we're sorry. I, that's why it's overtime. Yeah, that's why it's overtime. You know? And I guess, you know, <laughs> they've been together 50 years and something's working. Something. So maybe for you, like, it's like the cake, whatever that cake, whatever happened to that whatever cake, whatever happened with that cake keeps the spark going. Right. <laughs> On that note. On that note, this podcast is for you and about you. And we're so glad you spent some time with us today. 